What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Middle cough. Hey, B. Hey, B. I check in uh, DraftKings right now, John. I'm in first place. I feel I feel my team is stacked. My, my, I, I feel very, very good about my tight end group. Well, the key here uh, for you with the tight ends that I assume then are going up against the Niners and Raiders uh, is that no, uh, not necessarily. we got to get 200 people in the game, Middlecoff. If you're listening to this, I've been getting DMs from people. I'm in. My boys are in. Uh, we got to get 200 people in the game for the game to happen. It's on DraftKings. I'm in first place because it hasn't started yet, so everybody's in first place when you sign up. First game, it'll be the Sunday and the Monday games. We've tweeted out the uh, link, so go get in our $10 buy and go get in the DraftKings game. The good thing is, I was thinking, like, would you even want to play that many players in the Thursday night game in your DraftKings team? You know, it's like, that's a game, because you can't trust anyone in the Packers yet. And the Bears, their guys are just kind of a wild card, because Trubisky could just stink still. So, yeah, it's... It's kind of an unknown game. Like, if I was going to skip one of the games, that would probably be the game to skip. Yeah, and the reason I like what you did where you decided not to have the Thursday game in it, too, is, like, I don't like Thursday happens, you've got a guy or two in that game, they're awful, and now it's like, look, oh. now i got Friday and Saturday to waste time before I get your, my ass Your head's Sunday. in the dumps. Yeah, yeah. your head's in it's the like, dumps. like, no, I want the bill. Like, let me just enjoy Thursday. Especially if you spend a decent amount of money, let's say, on, like, uh, Devontae. And you're like, you know, I'd, I'd like about eight for 100 and, you know, wouldn't mind a touchdown. And he gives you like three for 20 and no touchdowns. You're, you're pissed off. And that's where I think that you can get pissed off pretty fast, like Sunday morning when your guys are sucking. But at least you're Sunday morning and worst case scenario, you just watch football, you know, and be mad at your fantasy players. Right. But it does. I, I do see the fantasy crowd where if you have like, you know, took a flyer on Josh Allen as, you know, a cheap quarterback so you could load up and you're like kind of keeping an eye on the Bills-Jets. I'm actually sneaky fired up for that game. I know we'll probably talk about all the games come Friday. That's a good idea. But that is an underrated Sunday morning week one game, guy. Yeah. It, I, I'm going to check. I got to call Comcast to make sure I have red zone. You know, you can never forget because it's hit me a couple times week one in the past where I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And you're calling. You can't get a hold of anyone. 
But I wouldn't mind if you told me right now the CBS morning game is that game, that's getting a television. Which a couple years ago, no chance. But I am I think that's one of the more intriguing games for me personally. Maybe because I got a fantasy guy on one of those teams. Maybe not. You'll just have to find out. But I, 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 I in all seriousness, I'm just interested in watching those two quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Aren't you. Aren't you? I am. Yeah. I absolutely am. Quarterbacks are good for business. They are. Quarterbacks are good for everybody's business. So go to the DraftKings app. Uh, like I said, we tweeted it. I got a DM from somebody today who said they were they they've come to the pod to this podcast through three and out pod. So welcome to everybody. That, if anyone's doing that and you're new, good to have you. Uh, they like you. Guys. Tell your friends. Well, I mean, it likes you, and so it give me a chance, which is you know all I can ask. It's, well, it's I was somewhat. Many of them, I was I was forced through the Colin Coward feed that they just who's this thinking they're getting Colin and they just get Middlecoff. Yeah. And then I just, you know, I throw in a couple, you know, sneaky little curveballs like, hey, what I talked about in Haber Middlecoff, you know, a little cross promotion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> drive some traffic. You know, I'm no, no doubt, dummy. No doubt. <laughs> use, I'm no dummy. Use your platform. Leverage your assets. <laughs> yes. We're just trying to uh, trying to entertain the people, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were entertaining me d- deep. In, we're recording this on Tuesday, by the way. It's not coming out till Wednesday. So we might talk about hard knocks. In, big picture of them. We're not, we haven't watched Tuesday night. But you were entertaining me deep on Monday night. I was doing some work and happened to get, you know, I love getting tagged in a little tweet. What's going on? Pop on at 1130 at night or something. And there's Milkoff going at it with uh, whatever the guy's name from Houston is. It was it was good. It was entertaining. Yeah, you know, sometimes we all got weak spots. And, again, it's Twitter, so you just got you got to be able to fuck around a little bit. And Absol- then you realize absolutely. sometimes you tweet when you're fucking around. You're like, oh, my God. If I, if I look back in, like, a year and I see this tweet, I'm going to be embarrassed about it. You're like, yeah, but at the end of the day, this is Twitter. I'm not, like, talking to my wife or my son. I mean, Jesus. You, you got to be able to have a little fun. That's- An underrated part about Adam Clanton from Houston Radio, uh-huh. I think. I don't really know what he does. He's, you know, pre and post game for the Rockets. Uh-huh. He had been one of the most adamant haters. Like, I mean, I don't blame him. He's actually on Russell Westbrook. Oh, really? I mean, just shit on him for years. (laughs) And then when the trade happened, I think he was blown away. And, you know, he's the Rockets. I think he's like their post-game guy. So that's, you know, it's always fun to fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. A couple people have DM'd me like, are you you in a personal beef? Like, no, I don't care. It's, It's Twitter. Number one issue on Twitter. Like it's Have not. Fun. I don't take it very seriously. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, so DraftKings, get into that. Not a bunch of stuff to get into. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by. And if I, you're gonna sign up though. You got to go promo code Ham DraftKings. Oh yeah, thank you. Of course. Um, one thing I was reading those tweets going. This is are these ease fueled tweets here? Uh, no. At 11:30 at night? No. No. I, guy, I was trying to fall asleep. <laughs> well, that's why I thought they and were ease fueled. Little downer. Well, I'd, I, I'd stumbled upon this show on HBO Go. The Righteous Gemstones. Okay. With like, it's actually, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I hadn't either, but I was just so bored. Uh, it's, it's hard to watch baseball, I've realized, before the playoffs. Right, kind of right now, when it's kind of all set for the playoffs. Just random games for me. So I'm just really Well, bored. also, once you've injected once yourself fo- with Once football, football starts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this podcast brought to, you be, uh, brought, uh, brought, to you by, uh, brought to you in part by Ease. And easewellness.com, E-A-Z-E.com, easewellness.com, promo code HAM. Easewellness, ease.com, promo code HAM. Go to ease.com. They got vapes. They got everything you need, guy. Pre-rolls. Uh, you can just get a bag of marijuana. <laughs> you can get you know sleep aids, uppers. They have it all. They deliver it to your house. Uber Eats, 
or DoorDash or Postmates or whatever of marijuana, of THC. Then you have guy, uh, one of the favorites around everyone around this country is EaseWellness.com. They deliver nationwide CBD. And CBD is just taking this world by storm, guy. Taking it by storm. Again, uppers, downers, sleep aids, even doggy treats. Because a lot of dogs, you know, get a little anxiety, get a little fired up. You want them just to relax on Sunday when you're watching football and, you know, Cash or, you know, Bailey or whatever your dog's name wants to go outside 55 times. Like, geez, I just want to watch the second quarter here. You give them a little CBD from easewellness.com. They'll be chilling on the dog bed watching the game with you. So they got bath bombs for those that want to relax. They have something for everyone, guy. EaseWellness.com. Also, Ease.com. Check them both out. Whatever, you know, you're looking for, they got it. Promo code HAM. Promo code HAM for the first time. User gets you 20 bucks off your first delivery. If you're all a returning uh, purchaser, share the share the uh, promo code with your friends. We appreciate that. It, it, uh, it does a lot. It helps. Uh, and brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM. And the number one. So it's ham and then just the numeral one. My bookie has uh, more bonuses, better bonuses, more prop bets than any other sports book. This year they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is Ooh. guaranteed to win at least 100000 And it only costs 100 bucks to enter. All you do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week. Climb the leaderboard, share your, uh, score your share of a huge cash prize pool. Yeah, I mean, not, not to brag, guy, but... Uh... You know, we're two for two right now. We've gained out two games we are very confident on. Hawaii, Arizona. We said we've known that trip. We've both done that trip for yeah. football reasons. It's a difficult trip. And Neither one Arizona, of us played. Don't get us wrong. Yeah, but. no, we were uh, yeah, we were close. Haberman had a mic. I just, like, set up some headsets and just, you know, probably got the coach's coffee or something. Which means you had to get up early. You had to be there early. Yeah, well, I think the game was like afternoon. We partied pretty hard because we were there for a couple of days. That was a fun trip. Uh, and uh, what was the other game that we lo- – oh, Chip Kelly. I mean, it was just – the bottom half of the Pac-12, you can take – when they play some of these weird – they played Cincinnati, who actually is playing Ohio State this week, which is kind of an interesting game. But you want to get your gamble on mybookie.ag. You want to gamble on college football. Guy, I mean, the NFL's here. We have an NFL game to gamble on for Thursday night. I, I don't really feel great about this just because I, I feel good about the Bears, though Vic Fangio, not quite as confident. The Packers are getting three points. You're like, anytime you get Rodgers three points, as I mean, as a major underdog where people are kind of writing the Packers off, like him and his coach, and we'll talk about that coming up. I, I'm, I'm going to have to think a little bit more about this. Maybe I'll give my pick Friday morning of who I would have taken. Because I, I, yeah. I as a gambler, that's, I'm just not going to bet this game. That's, that's, uh, that's helpful. I wouldn't either. Um... I wouldn't either, but I'm fired up about the game. So. You're calling a game Friday night. Is there a point spread on that bad boy? I don't think so. It's a uh, ASU Sacramento State, so it's an FCS opponent. But there was a point spread, like when I went to Cal Davis. Yeah, I know. That's Cal what... versus UC Davis. It was 14 points. But I didn't see one on this one, so not that I looked. And do you know what's crazy is how good Vegas is? The uh, 13-27, it was 14 points. It was a push because that's Cal one twenty-seven to 13. I saw it at 13 and a half, so. You would have lost if you would have taken Davis. It was BS because Davis was kicking their ass. But again, mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1, enter the super contest. I mean, if you just want to bet on individual games, I'm thinking about doing a little 10-team parlay. Oh. Maybe not 10, but like four or five, but just pick. You know one game I kind of like, guy, is the Jaguars playing the Chiefs. Mm. Getting three and a half points, but it's super humid. The game's in Jacksonville. You know, my guy Flip. 
we forget he was fired, not mid-season, like kind of early in the season last year. He got a chip on his shoulder, Foles. Big Foles guy. All, all Nick Foles ever wanted to do was be the starter, but, you know, Wentz, it turns out, you know, did his teammates really like Wentz? They seemed like they love Foles. And, you know, Leonard Fournette's skinny now. They got they drafted Josh Allen. I'm not saying they're going to win, but couldn't you see, like, 24-21, you know, Jags? You're like, God, the Jags actually might not be bad. I might, might, I might have gone Jags for one of my uh, picks in DraftKings. I'll just say that. Okay. You like a little LF? No. Uh, oh, I do, but no. Lost, like, 20 pounds. I, I have no clue who even the Jags skill guys are, honest to God. I, I mean, beside Leonard and Nick. I, I don't know who their tight ends are. I guess they got D.D. Westbrook. No wonder Keelan Doss went there. I mean, who are their wider? Marquise Lee towards ACL. I mean, he's coming. Is he even healthy? This this isn't Keenan McCardell and, and uh, Jimmy Smith walking through that door, guy. Yeah, we know so it's Nick Foles. Nick Foles is going to be looking around like, where's Zach Ertz? Where's Alshon Jeffrey? And Flip's going to be like, bro, we don't got those guys here. Uh, I think Marquise Lee is back. Chris Conley is one of their receivers. No, he's not bad from the Chiefs. I was texting with Flip over the summer. I mean, he's Didi's good player. Didi can fly. But Didi, to me, is more of a two. You need a one. And Marquise probably, when he was healthy, was probably like a two and a half. Oh, John, DJ Chark. They have DJ Chark. Oh, yeah, the dude from LSU that got drafted way too high. Second round. Uh, all right. Uh, God, you kind of got me fired up. I want to talk Bears-Packers. Let's talk about Niners-Raiders here first. Unless you really want to talk Bears-Packers. I, you know, I'll do whatever you want to do. Guys. All right, let's look. Let's stick with the plan here. Um, the uh, another really good Sando article. Um, I don't know if he's written one since the one that debuted and was fantastic. All the quarterback stuff, but of course he has. But I love, I love, I Sando just produces. I, no, good I think material. he's kind of picking his spots. Like he's bringing the heat. You know, NFL, like when he's showing up, he's throwing Verlander no hitters. So NFL execs on what all thirty-two teams should worry about entering the season. So part of these will be in headlines for some of the other teams. There is no easier headline to get like people like me or you to click. Yeah, on. that's right. It, what, that's right. Bob McGinn, Sando, just tell me you talked to some execs. But I mean, I have to believe that you did. Yeah. And uh, like when you say you did, so the uh, the forty nine. This is what an exec told him. This is the forty ers read, and this is kind of where we'll, we'll get we'll jump off here at the Niners. This is what he said: uh, the worry, health, and overall roster stability. Quan Alexander, health issues. D Ford, health issues. Jimmy Garoppolo, health issues. Jarek McKinney, already on IR. They are asking for ACLs and Achilles to be blown with all the players they brought in. Is there enough stability there to win a, uh, in the roster to win for the long term? They had draft picks and money two, three years ago, but they didn't take full advantage of that situation, and here they are. That part, that last sentence, <laughs> kind of really hit me hard. Because really, you take a step back and you go, this is a process, you had some good players, it's early. But they you didn't have a lot of cash. A lot of cash, which has been spent, some unhurt guys, and... You know, draft picks that Solomon and Ruben and. Well, I, I, I here's the here's the counter though. I I agree with the the picks, and we're gonna find out. Like Solomon Thomas got to be a lot better. McGlinchey's got to continue to dominate. Bosa's got to be good. Like I think that's kind of and it's like well you traded up to get Ruben, Josh Garnett. Now that wasn't these guys' pick, so yeah, I'm not even gonna count Josh Garnett. Josh Garnett just sucked. That wasn't their problem. But we're going to find out that you know, Kella Weatherspoon, Dante Pettis, like they've drafted a lot of guys in the top 60 picks the last couple of years. You, you know, you kind of got to hit a home run. Like you can only like, hey, we got George Kittle. Like, well, fuck. If, imagine if you had George Kittle and you nailed your second round pick. You'd be in great shape. Right. I think the money thing, though, is like 
in fairness to like just having a lot of cap space, as we see every year, free agents don't hit free agency. Like even Clowney's a good example. Like Clowney, is he ever going to hit free agency? Probably not. Right? More than likely. Like Khalil Mack, they did try to do moves with their money through trades. They got told no on Khalil Mack. They got told no on Odo Beckham because they weren't willing to give the second round pick. So I, I do think they were on the right guys to like, if we're going to get a $80 million contract, we're going to trade for a sweet player. They attempted, they just got shut out. The Jarek McKinnon thing, I was even texting someone with the Niners. Like, I, I don't even blame you guys. Like, I didn't like him in the first place, but that's kind of unlucky, right? I mean, I, I, I like, we're, to me, D Ford, Quan Alexander, those aren't unlucky. Like, you, you sign Quan Alexander because you had to double down on Reuben Foster, right? And Kawan Alexander, when you signed him, had a torn ACL. D Ford, you were getting, he, someone was giving you that player. And it wasn't like, ah, oh, you know, the Dolphins, you're just trying to rebuild. They didn't have a place for D Ford. Andy fucking Reed and the Kansas City Chiefs just, yeah, we're not really feeling this guy. You're like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. To me, is that a little bit of a, like, you could argue that's the biggest red flag of the group. Because it's so easy to play revisionist history on Jimmy. And maybe they're proving that Jimmy's not the guy that we all thought he was. But we all, yeah, it was an overpay, but what were you going to, you were going to have to franchise him a couple times, probably no matter what. Even if they had franchised him last year, they probably would have franchised him again this year, even off the ACL, right? To me, the D Ford one is like, you know, could you have offered them like two twos for Clowney? I, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying like the D Ford one is kind of risky. Quan Alexander one is risky and you only have Quan because of the Ruben disaster. Right. So there is... For a great quote, and this is you know a pretty solid like you know exact quote, it does have some validity. To it, it does. No, but it does. I do think there's some unknown to it. Like if Pettis is a 70 catch guy this year, which would shock me, but if he is, then it's like, well, they did hit it. Well, you know, I would say this: he doesn't mention Bosa, who was hurt last year and then has been hurt. It almost feels matter. like he's just it's you know it's like that's just part of like you just know that Bosa's part of this group. Yeah, and and so what I would say is, and Bosa, like you told me, is looks like he's going to play in the opener this week at Tampa. Practice on Monday for whatever that's worth. So it's worth a lot because it's that's it's hard yeah, to. He hadn't practiced in a month. So like, and at one point in time, John Lynch said we thought it might have been way worse. I was like, Jesus. The McKinnon thing, the Quan thing, the D four like D Ford and Quan are a big deal. But ultimately, Would you chalk McKinnon up to a little bad luck? Or is that kind of on them? Yeah, I think it's a little bad luck. Yeah, I mean, towards ACL on a walkthrough. Uh, but ultimately, if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy and good and Nick Bosa is healthy and good, then I think they're in pretty – I think they can be okay, regardless of what happens. Like, because those – Jimmy is your expensive quarterback and Nick is your most recent top overall. Like, you had a big decision to make and you made it. So is that guy good? Is he healthy and is he good? Ultimately, if that guy's healthy and good, you got enough bodies on defense. As long as you have a couple stars, you're probably going to be okay enough. That also, if your quarterback is healthy and good, then you're in pretty good shape. So, well, I'll, I'll tell, I, but those I are it. Those. I mean, these are. But here's the point that this person's making: It's like, yeah, okay, that's just a lot of ifs. It's like, yeah, that's true. That is absolutely yeah, they got, true. They got some ifs. They got some ifs. Like, can Jim? To me, can Jimmy give them 34 touchdowns on the season? Like, if Jimmy can stay healthy and give him 34 touchdowns, they're in good shape. I heard 32, 34 touchdowns. A few years ago that, that always stuck with me, and it was Alex. I heard Alex Marvez. Maybe he wrote it. Maybe he said it. Like, his task, like, when he just starts thinking about what is a team, he plays the if game. How many ifs do you have? 
Like, not what's your best case scenario, but just how many times do I say if, if, if when I'm talking about your group? Yeah. And right now there's like, ifs. You, you know, the Dolphins would be good if they had Tom Brady, if they had Aaron Donald, and if they had the Honey Badger. If Brian Flores was Bill Belichick, I'd be pretty <laughs> yeah, they, confident about their coaching. They'd be, they'd be in good shape. I, I, I think this gets back, and we'll probably dive a little more into the game on Friday. It's just looking at the Tampa Bay roster guy, I think they stink. Uh, their, their defense on paper is pretty shitty. Like, to me, there is some. Just Kyle, Jimmy. Like, this is the type team. Like, last year, week one, it was like, you know, tough place to play, right? Skull. they fucking coming off the NFC Championship game. Zimmer's just a madman. <laughs> that was not an easy environment. Right. Like, if you're going to open up, you know, as your first time is legitimate, the starting quarterback all offseason, Minnesota's probably bottom five team you'd pick. Like, that was a tough place to start. I would say, beside the humidity, I didn't realize I had to look at a map. I'm like, where is Tampa? It's actually on the on the west coast side of Florida. Uh, and Dorian's, you know, depending, I, I, you know, we don't know as the time of recording this how hard it's going to hit. Did, you, did you just go first name basis? That what, Dorian? You even say the storm. You said Dorian. Yeah, Dorian. I think it's pretty well known, the storm's Dorian. And it's always right now. Like, I, can someone on the weather channel, I probably need to watch the weather channel, and they probably are explaining this, why they always got, always, between like September 1 and September 5, something's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's always. storm season. I think it's the it's the temperature. It's the pre- it's, I think it's a lot of pre- the pressure, the temperature, the water. you see the, the one water. guy talk about you gotta how get the, the Air Force to dump ice? You got to get the Air We got the Air Force. What, what was his other idea? He had the Air Force to dump ice, but he had another. Oh, the Navy needs to go out there. And what was his Navy idea? Uh, start fan. I don't even know. He had right. One of them was the Air Force needs to go dump. One of ice. them was the Air Force drop ice. The other one was I think the Na- the the Navy like start uh, like driving around in circles to like. I, I, oh, that's right. Really something stupid. about the wind, or maybe yeah, you're right. There was something about didn't, reverse the wind. Di- didn't Donald throw out maybe throwing a nuke to the thing and he, see if he it suggested slows it down? nuking the thing? Yep. My explosion's so, bigger than your explosion. Yeah, and just we're going to win. Anything I I would say, John, when I see random person doing pelvic thrusts at the gym, I just call bullshit. Like, I just, I don't even buy most of this shit anymore. Like, there was the video that went viral with the guy watching a horse race, slapping his own ass. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no. You don't believe he's doing that Well, I'm just saying, if I... I if I believe none of them, then I'll be right 90% of the time. So I don't know yeah. which ones are real and which ones are fake, but I just, unless there is severe injury, then, I, then I'm very questionable. See, I, I, I'd say that that's a negative mindset. <laughs> I look at them just for my own entertainment value. Yeah. It's all real. Because okay. there is, a, like, you're saying there's a chance that guy being recorded about Dorian was faking it? Yes. Is that back to your point? Yeah. 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 I mean, see, I, I want to believe it's true. No, I. You, you know pro- what? <laughs> that you're probably right. Though. I, I'm. I'm not saying I can pick which ones are fake and real. Like I didn't watch the one and go, that one's fake. I don't know. Hey, that one could be real. Uh, most of the, all the ones I've seen could be real. I'm just saying. I think if we just said, I think all of them are fake. You'd be maybe not ninety percent, but you'd be well, the right. One a I, more the one I the one I go to that are fake. Like, so let's say this weekend, the Niners have a historic comeback. Are down thirty to nothing at half. End oh, up yeah. winning the game, yep, yep, yep. Thir- thirty-five to thirty-three. Preach. And the the diehard Tampa Bay fan throws an axe through his eighty-inch Samsung that turns out to be a, the thing that's it doesn't even work. Like that, those are completely yeah, fake yeah, for sure. Yep, I agree with you. But back to this guy talking about Jimmy. Like I, I think it kind of hinges even less on Bosa and more on Jimmy. Like can Jimmy just be a 
a top 10 quarterback. You know? Like, this isn't... To me, Jimmy can't be back to Zimmer. What they need Cousins to be is just like a solid game manager. Their, their team's good, even though in this article they like kind of called them long in the tooth, the Minnesota Vikings roster. I still think the Minnesota Vikings roster, just watching them a couple games in the preseason, like Dalvin Cook looks sweet. The two receivers are sweet. They got Rudolph. They also drafted Irv Smith. Their defense, I mean, especially the pass rush, still really good. They got Kendrick's brother that didn't commit insider trader that's trading that's really good still. And they got Harrison Smith. Like, I, I just watched the Vikings and their coach I, is a proven playoff guy. Like, it, it's like Kirk. You just just drive this thing, you know? Don't don't take it off the road. You see Kevin Hart, the, the car, the Barracuda thing, flip down the Malibu. Huh? You see that story? Barracuda. Kevin... Kevin Hart has, like, this classic car that he bought himself for his 40th birthday. Yeah. Sunday night, him and his buddy went out to drive it around like they live in Malibu. So he's driving around, you know, the streets of Malibu are like the hills. They flipped off the hills. Kevin Hart's in the hospital right now. Serious back surgery. Back surgery. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's lucky he didn't die. And you look at the car, it was a... it was basically like a drop top. There's no cushion up top, so right. they rolled down this hill. Oh, and, and, and it's an old-ass car. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's a 1970, I think, Barracuda. He's, I mean, he's lucky to be alive just when you look at the car and you just know the way a, you know, a convertible car could just fucking broke your neck. Uh, but I think his wife told TMZ he's going to be okay. Yeah, I just saw that. So I, I guess back to Kirk Cousins just needs to keep the thing on the road. Like, Jimmy... Huh? Jimmy is like... He doesn't just need to keep this thing on the road. He's kind of got to drive the thing fast, right? I mean, he's he's like yeah. a Formula One driver. Like, he's in control of this bad boy, even more than Bosa. Like, if Bosa's just a solid player, they'll get crushed for it later. But if Jimmy's throwing touchdowns, they can win games. Like, they can win games. And I I, I think I, I couldn't be less... Less confident's probably the wrong word, but less sure of what it's going to look like. I, I have no clue. I, I would say of all the games, just kind of looking through, this is the one game where you could convince me. Like, we got a pretty good, like, Niners, Raiders, or I mean, Raiders, Broncos. Raiders are going to throw the ball a bunch. You know, Gruden's going to want to get these guys involved, and Vic Fangio's going to be fucking playing defense. I got an idea what that game's going to look like. I got no idea what this game's going to look like. None. Well, just think about you, how many more times you've watched Derek Carr than Jimmy Garoppolo. Right? That, yeah. Like, but I'm just saying, like, with the Niners now, they, they definitely have way more talent, but I don't really know. Is, like, Kyle a great head coach? Like, is Jimmy going to get injured? Is Jameis going to throw seven picks? Or, like, does Arians have him figured out? I, you you could convince me of, like, any different scenario with this game, and I think it would be believable, yeah, right? Yeah. If I told you 20, because it's believable 20 nothing at half for either team, most games aren't necessarily like that. Like, the Bills and the Jets. I would put the Bills and the Jets in this game in the same category. Like, you convince me of any outcome. Bills, Jets, Tampa, Niners. Now, the difference is I think the Niners, Jets, and Bills, actually all three of those teams could be decent. I have a hard time looking at Tampa thinking that they're going to be good. I would say games at Tampa are some of my least favorite games to watch on TV. I was going to the gym earlier today, and I was listening to Lund and Papa, and Lund was saying that this shows you where Tampa's at right now. They paid Tim McGraw. I don't know how much they paid him. He's giving a free concert inside the stadium at 2 o'clock on the pirate ship. Tim McGraw. What and time then is the game kicked half off there? At 425, because it's 125 wow. for our time. So two hours early, when you can go in, Tim McGraw, free concert. And then he's playing at halftime. So clearly, I was just thinking when I was walking to the gym, like... John, but it's supposed to thunderstorm. Like, is that... Are we sure that concert's happening? 
Well, that's, I mean, who knows? Well, the Glazers, what what would it cost if you had to guess to get Tim McGraw to do that? Six figures? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a couple hundred grand? That's, he's clearly trying to get people fan. to show up. Probably, does you he think, have a new album he's promoting? Maybe it's just the, it's like, they're offering me, what, $2 million to sing three songs at the pirate ship? Right. And I get to watch the game in the box? <laughs> Shit, tell them I'll be there on Saturday if they want to do anything on Saturday. <laughs> you know, that's, Tim McGraw probably tell you it's the easiest money I've ever made. But that shows you, of all, like you said, the t- I, I think of all the teams that just kind of feel blah right now, of just true blah. They're one of them. Now, Arians adds a little juice, but the players haven't really changed. Mm-hmm. So the, the coach can only do so much. Like, it's still Jameis. You, you looked at weather.com, this was a thunderstorm? Well, I got a, I got a DM from somebody who just randomly told me, I'm, uh, you know who it was? Well, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but one of our buddies... Uh, somebody we met over at the Niners who said he's gone. We're taking some sweet people, and uh, and uh, here's the weather. I'm sure he wouldn't. Yeah, we'll just keep we'll keep him uh, incognito. We've, yeah, okay. But we I like to keep our source. We we, we 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 protect our sources. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Jed. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, you think Jed ever invites Haver Middlecoff on a road trip? Never say never. It's still early. If he did, I mean, honestly, if he had said, hey, guys, you guys want to come to Tampa? I'd be like, ah, is there any way we could, like, do how about, Seattle? How about Seattle? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Seattle. Yeah, the, the, the Rams game? You guys got any room on the charter for the Rams game? <laughs> He'd be like, no, but Arizona. I'd be like, ah, yeah, I'm a little busy that weekend. <laughs> We'd be the first people ever to probably turn down an NFL owner. Be like, you guys, you sure you don't want to? No, nah, you know, I'm good. I'll just <laughs> you've, you, you've met your match. <laughs> Uh, all right, John. The uh, here's what the ra- here's what was written about the Raiders. And again, this is um, the Athletic article by Mike Sando, uh, executive. So here's the executive executive quote uh, about the Raiders: the worry, off-field drama affects the season negatively. Raider fans listening are like, yeah, here we go. Uh, here's the quote: just all the off-field stuff, hard knocks, the characters they have with John Gruden, Antonio Brown. That is pure entertainment. There, that is not a football team. Does that carry over through the season for them? My concern is just veteran drama around the receiver, the quarterback's future, a guy like Vontas Perfect. How does all uh, how does that all work with their young guys and just building a team? Uh, honestly, that's not my. Pr- I mean, A B. We've talked about A B. Um, I'm not going to say that. I mean, that's a legit concern because we've been talking about this concern. So I'm not going to say it's a low hanging fruit concern. Uh, but I don't know. I I feel like. Can they stop anybody? Is a bigger concern for me on defense. Uh, AB, you can win with AB being AB. Fontes, I don't know, whatever. Can they, like, is their offensive line going to protect Derek? Like, that's a bigger concern to me. I, I, I got news for everyone. Fontes, like, a, I mean, a one down player. It used to be like two down, Mike. Two downs don't even exist because teams pass. He can't cover. So he, he's really just there to be a coach on the field. I actually think Fontes, like, the least of their worries. Uh, hard knocks, and you were talking to me about this before the show. Like, what hard knocks carry over for the season? To me, that's nothing. Now, the Antonio Brown is an issue because at any moment, something weird can happen. So, I, I that would be the one area like there is validity there. What happens when they because he would be the guy on the team that's liable to not be happy when they win a game? So, how many guys I'd say, how many guys on your team? And this speaks for any good team. Do you have liable to not be happy after a win? And that matter, you know, that like maybe someone would want to talk to. I'm not saying like a backup that doesn't get into a game. I'm talking about a starting player 
that could just be, you'd be like, God, why is he so fucking mad? And he, would Antonio Brown be number one in the NFL right now? They're just like, are we sure he's happy? Yeah, I mean, there. I would say A-Rod, but you can't, I don't think you'll win without him being happy. Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, to me, because he controls it too. So if he wins, he's naturally going to get some credit because he'll have moved them down the field more than likely. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they can win a game where Antonio Brown doesn't get targeted that much. And I think that's the curveball with this team, is if they win Monday night football, they get a huge win, and they win, let's say, 17-13. to 13, And Antonio Brown has three catches. Is he smiling after the game? And Terrell Williams has two touchdowns. Right. Or maybe Josh Jacobs rushed for 200 yards, player of the game, and has two touchdowns, one running and one receiving. And Derek's like, you know, Derek's just managing this offense. Derek's getting blown. Josh Jacobs, like, rookie of the year leader, and John's, like, smiling. Is Antonio over there pouting? Is Antonio like, you know, once we got in the locker room, Antonio Brown was already gone. Like, whoa. (laughs) You know, he's – that, to me, is their number one story going into the game. Because I hear – wait, you said their defense? Their defense isn't good. So they're not going to really stop anyone. We know that. And in fairness, like, the players aren't good. So offensively, that's all kind of on John and and Derek. But Antonio is just going to be like, I'm getting open. Throw me the ball. And more than likely, he's going to be right. So if they don't throw him the ball, I saw a headline the other day that's like, Gruden wants Derek to throw the ball down the field more. Because I, I think that, to me, is a huge curveball with this team, too. Like, okay, Derek, you got to, like, at least, I don't care what other people say. This show, give you a little bit of a pass last year. Your offensive line was horrendous. You were getting destroyed. I can't, I couldn't really even judge you. Amari was hit or miss when you had him, and then you got rid of him. Your best number one target was, besides Jared Cook, who was actually pretty good. Who, I mean, who is good was Marcel Aitman, was their number one wide receiver. Seth Roberts, clearly that Gruden hated, was no longer good. I don't even know, is Seth Roberts even in the league? I think and he is. Maybe it feels like he'd be a Jacksonville Jaguar. That I think there is tangible pressure on Derek, especially if they're blocking well for him, to like push the ball down the field. Ravens. Like, I would never have guessed that. So it's like, can, can, Derek, can Derek make plays? And that would be, to me, more... Like, I could see... And that's where the Antonio Brown curveball probably wouldn't snap on John, but I could see him snapping on Derek. Like, bro, I'm open. Throw me the ball. And remember last year, they've played in this game, it feels like, five out of the last seven years, right? They, they get a lot of this game. Last year's You're game... you talking about the second Monday night game or just playing the Broncos? I'm talking the second Monday night game. Yeah. Not necessarily the Broncos, but they played... Who they play? The Rams. Would you say that was one of Derek's worst performances in his NFL career, given it was on Monday Night Football and so many people were watching? Yeah, yeah. And he had and he had two. I mean, he had one of maybe the worst plays of his career. Yeah. On that one pick to the left side, that was like, what did mm-hmm. he just do? The worst play of his career was probably the spiked ball on fourth and five, yeah, where he just yeah. threw it in the ground. Yeah. And his brothers were like, "There was no one open." Well, it's like, hey guys, it's fourth and five. You're down seven. This is the game. There's ten seconds left. Like, there's no one open. We'll fucking just throw it up in the air. I don't know. You throw it into the ground. I got news for you. The ground has zero complete career catches in the history of the sport of football. Not Which, the NFL. I'm talking college. I'm talking it all. It's got a couple threw it into fumbles, the ground, but yeah. <laughs> Guy, he threw it into the ground. Well, Which, by the way, as an aside, how awful Justin Herbert's last throw of the game against Auburn was. They had this crazy return. They get it across midfield to, like, the 40. And then he throws it eight yards out of the back of the end zone. You can't throw it out of the end zone. Anyway, it's just going. 
I'm not trying to be hard on Justin Herbert. No, but, I, be, but I mean, that's, he'd be no, hard on never himself for that. He, like, yeah, he's got, like, everyone's, you know. I don't yeah, think we're breaking new ground with that criticism. I don't think and, and I would say that. I feel like Twitter with that criticism. Like, yeah, I know. I don't shouldn't throw it out of the back. But, but wouldn't thing. you say that play is 50 times better than Derek's bad play of the end of the ground? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Because like, people have thrown it out of the, over the end zone a million times on that play. It sucks, but, I mean, it happens. At the end of the day, you're like, well, look at his arm strength. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. God, he's got a hose. Because <laughs> he kind of scrambled around the pocket. It was actually a nice little play. Like God, just, I thought I think what happens. He look. I think he thinks he's about to get hit and has to get rid of it and just overthrow, just uncork, just fucking yeah. chucked it. Anyway, but, but da- so okay, so that, that game, Derek had three picks last year on Monday night, which was Gruden's return, Amari. They had just traded Khalil Mack, and it was terrible. Like this is when you look back and remember Marcus Peters picked them off and didn't do the Heisman or kind of made fun of Marshawn. If something weird happened with. Marcus Peters pointed at him as he was taking a pick six. Well, wasn't was that bad. when Marshawn ran out on the field because they're to protect him? Was that no, that, that was the Chief, that was the Chiefs game when oh, when, right. uh, when he was before. fighting with yeah. like Donald Penn or something or Kalechi. I mean, <laughs> Marshawn's not on this team, right? You, you, yeah, yeah, you can't even make the Raiders stories. Did Marshawn right? come I mean, back this year? Is that possible? I think he was. He came back for a Napa practice. I saw. Yeah, you just Derek can't have a three pick game, but you would say it just in a vacuum if. You know, we were just at, in Denver. Why couldn't Derek? We, Denver might have the best defense of the league. Did you read Denver's? Uh, Denver's line was pretty strong. Like their defense could end up being awesome. That was the first line of the executive on the Broncos. Their defense could end up being awesome. Yeah, I think we all know they're pretty good. I think this is a massive test for the Raiders' offense. Which in the I, I was did some research the other day hmm. for an athletic article. Hmm. Beside the Redskins, and I really don't even think they count because Alex Smith accounts for over twenty million dollars against their cap. You know, uh, you know, in terms of spending on offense, uh-huh. no team in the NFL has spent more money on offense. Wow, cash this year salary cap. The Raiders are number one. Well, I the, mean, I, the, I'm saying, well, I mean, I know that stat only because I read for a, for for active, active players, players yeah. for active players. So and it's not that crazy, right? Antonio Brown makes twenty. Derek makes twenty five. Uh, Trent Brown makes like fifteen. Gabe Jackson makes a lot. Uh, now, he's not technically active for this game, but he's an active player on the team. Right. Rodney Hudson just got a big bump. And then they got guys like, well, Colt Miller, Josh Jacobs, who do they happen to be? I don't know, first-round picks. Well, so they make good money. They've invested a lot of money into this offense, guy. Yeah, Again, well, the problem leading. is that, like you've said, the, the, their offensive line is not whole, at least for a few weeks, right? But Richie, oh, yeah, he got suspended. To me, if you've got Richie Incognito and he only misses two games due to suspension, that's a win. If you had to pick one game who was going to win, would you feel more confident Niners-Tampa or Raiders-Denver? Raiders-Denver-Raiders. You're saying like you between would, the Niners and the Raiders. Yeah, but I'm not even. But you could pick the other team too. Uh, like what game do you just feel more confident? I kind of think the Raiders are going to win. Raiders. The Raiders. I feel most confident in – if you said four of the four teams, who's, who do I feel best is going to win their game? The Oakland Raiders. Well, another sneaky, one of the best comments in this article was a great line. I wouldn't be surprised if, talking about the Broncos, if one week they beat the Chiefs, but the next week they lost to the Raiders. That's Raiders bullshit, fans, man. Right? That is horseshit. That's shit. talking shit. That that's, is horseshit. That's shit. not fucking shit. It's a, a middle-cough cheat move right there. I know. People were always like, it's just you guys talking shit. No, it's kind of the whole league making fun of you guys. But again, we are equal opportunity make fun ers We make fun of everybody. I'll make, we'll make fun of like seven more people throughout this show. Um. Yeah. Well, let's start with. Uh, okay. So, like we said, we recorded this on a Tuesday, out on Wednesday. So we have not watched Tuesday night's hard knocks, but whatever. 
Um, want to get to DraftKings really quick, or you want to wait? Uh, we can. We can. I was going to. I, I got it. Okay, I'll wait. The other, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know what? It can't hurt. You mentioned it. We should, it's time to celebrate football. It's back. DraftKings, the leader in one day. Fantasy football. Huge week one contest. There's one that starts Thursday night when Chicago Green Bay kick off the season. Single game showdown. Single game showdown. I remember you telling me about these last year. You're like, have you checked out these single game showdowns? You just pick a game, like the Monday night game week nine that's not good all of a sudden single game showdown you're invested in it two and a half million bucks in total prizes up for grabs but DraftKings app promo code ham get in our game well i've also yeah i i got it pinned to the top of my page I've re, you've tweeted, i do too i've, I've got it pinned as well you, you got it pinned as well because a couple people have asked me on instagram like where's the deal i said go to twitter account top of the page go click on it and add you can also do because i i have some degenerates that follow me on instagram and we play just single game mm, showdowns yeah where we just play one on one, you know, fifty bucks, you know, hundred bucks. They take like a ten dollar vig, and you get the winner gets ninety bucks, or you can do twenty bucks. You can do any amount of money you want, and it's awesome. But again, our game, guy, our game this week, DraftKings. You download the app, you type in the promo code Ham for a limited time. Both new and existing users get a deposit bonus of up to five hundred dollars. New users don't miss out on this extra special week one bonus. Just enter our promo code Ham, and again, get in our game. Because our game is the number one game. I'd say I'm a little biased on DraftKings this weekend. 200 people filling up quick. Exclusive club. I'd go as far as call it a VIP type game. But get in. And if this game goes well, meaning that me or you win, maybe we'll up the ante next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'd love to be able to do, it, do this a lot. So let's see here. Yeah, go sign up. Yeah, go sign up. Go sign up. We need everybody to sign up. Sunday's games, it starts. Okay. Just download the app. It's fun. Hard Knocks. You Hard knocks. you over it, John? Well, I I think that Gruden discredited a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Because when they cut Keelan Doss, and I think Tafer asked him, maybe it was Paul Gutierrez, like, what was the deal with Doss? I thought you loved him. And he said, that wasn't, I never said that. That was, you guys said that. Basically saying Hard Knocks made that up. And someone tweeted at me, I didn't listen to the show, but pardon my take, had on the long-haired Canadian who they ended up cutting, which, shocker, he's just not any good. And he was saying that like his interaction with Jonathan Abram in the show was cut and pasted, that it wasn't quite exactly like that. I think... Now, my mom loves the show. I think a lot of casual Does she really? love the show. Yeah, she loves yeah. it. My wife loves and the show. Alyssa loves I, it. I think, I think a lot of just... It's kind of entertaining. It's because people like reality TV show. It's just... you get some, you get know, If you get a Bill O'Brien, you get a Gruden, that's enough for them. I think you and I and I think football people are looking for like, I want to see the personnel meeting. Like, who do they hate? You know, and I, we're not getting that anymore. Those days are long, long gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I thought the season had its moments, but it was it was very boring. And people are like middle guy just hating on the Raiders. No, I'm I'm not blaming the Raiders at all. I get why they'd want it boring. Middle guy, if you just wanted a shit show and you didn't get one, well, they their best player left training camp about three times, and it was kind of glossed over. They played on an eighty yard field. It was like they blamed the Packers in the show. I mean, it wasn't. It was. It just kind of felt as fake as we've ever gotten it. And anyone that's listened to the show for a while knows that I put this thing on a pedestal. I told you, guy, that I thought it could be the best hard knocks ever yeah, because yeah, of the Gruden Mayock Antonio tandem. And it turns out I got you know a decent amount of Gruden, but I wanted more. I got. Is it safe to say zero Mayock at least? Before yeah, we got one Mayock, and we actually already got it the day before because yeah. it's a news story. And Antonio kind of hit or miss. I, I, I'm entertained by Antonio. Just 
whether it's stupidity, whether it's just craziness, the combination of it all. I, I, I you give me a lot of Antonio, and I'm watching. Uh, but the no Mayock to me kind of hurt, and I get why Mike wouldn't want to be on the show because at the athletic party, Gruden or Vic was just saying, "Yeah, you just told him you ain't, t- you ain't you're not filming me, basically." And then he has the the editorial control, so it's like him going over it because they don't want, and they're very sensitive of. Because if you're Mike, you don't want. God damn, I wish Derek could fucking figure this out, right? <laughs> I mean, and that's what you and I want because that's what Pro Football Talk wants. That that's would right. lead our show. That's what we all want. And here's what kind of pisses me off because Raider fans would go, well, that's not what we want. But that's happening. And back when the show was really good, it was real. And I'm a sucker for reality TV shows, but I know at this point in time when I watch whatever, it's completely fake. The the Hard Knocks was one of the last reality television shows that was real. Used to get real, like, you know, coaches talking about players. You don't get any of that anymore. And as someone that watches all the Amazon Prime ones, the All or Nothings, not just on the NFL, because uh, I, I found, like, Man City. I, I knew nothing about, really, like, La Liga or whatever it's called, soccer. And I'm just a Man City fan. Why? Because I watched their All or Nothing, and their head coach is bald, Pep. And I just like their... I like their just whole deal. How many were, that, how many uh, Man City fixtures would you say you've watched? Well, I watched the whole episode. Like, uh, fixtures a year means, ago. means match, John. How many matches have you watched as a Man uh, City? Well, fan? if I, if it's ever like NBC Sportsnet, you know, on like a Saturday or Sunday morning, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's on like eight o'clock in the morning. If mm-hmm. ever I see Man City's on, and mm-hmm. a lot of people I follow on Twitter will be tweeting about, it, I'll flip it on and watch. I really will. Now I'm not I'm not following their schedule. I'm not acting like a diehard. I casually follow them, and I like them because I got an inside feel mm-hmm. where I think that Pep and Man City, the guy, their owners, like from Saudi Arabia, they have more money than any NFL team. They gave some really good shit on like personnel meetings, talking about buying players, cutting players, like and I, I, the All Blacks, which is a lower level stuff, but still to the to the All Black people, it's the end all be all in New Zealand or Australia. It's actually in New Zealand, but they play Australia. It's also really good. It's a little different. But I think that those shows are, and Cam Newton, the one that he did with, uh, with All or Nothing for Amazon, is just so much more real now. Yeah, and the Harbaugh talking- one. I, I mean, look, I, I don't know. So do, do you, you're saying in those, I remember I, the one I've watched is the Michigan one, and I really liked it. Um, you felt exactly. like you get, I, I think the bigger something gets, the harder it is to remain authentic. And what has happened over time with Hard Knocks is, uh, everything that happened on Hard Knocks became a national story. The things you said about players uh, became national stories, and I just it just became less worth it for the organizations to be involved. Well, I think the biggest problem is now is it's viewed as toxic. All thirty-two teams would rather swan dive off the Golden Gate than do it. The Raiders had no choice; they did not want this. It was forced upon them. Where I think with those all or nothing, Amazon pays them. Now, they pay them enough to make them say yes, but they still say yes. And it's pretty clear, like, Man City, the Panthers, like, they don't need the money. Like, if you're like, hey, can we do an all or nothing on Haberman Middlecoff? How much? They'd be like, 10 grand. I'm like, I'm in. You know? It's like, all these teams, maybe the All Blacks, like, it might be that 20 million Amazon gave them was a lot of money. But to Man City, and definitely the the NFL teams, it doesn't matter. Yet they do it, and it's just so good. I'm watching Hard Knocks, and again, I'm not blaming the Raiders at all because it's like this with all these teams now. 
I think it sucks. I, I, I really do. And maybe I'm too into the weeds and I, I'm, I'm fully admitting that. But it's just, I'm over it. And that's sad because I, I love the show. But I think the show as we know it, and like you said, anytime that something becomes so big and runs its course, it's like, you know, once by Nirvana or Pearl Jam's third album, everyone's like, I've sold out. And that's kind of what this kind of feels like. That you go back and you watch some of those, you know, every once in a while in the in the summer, when there's just nothing on television, and NFL Network will just do like, uh, you know, uh, Hard Knocks reunions. Not reunions, but just like marathons. That you'll just stumble upon like the Ravens 2002. And they'll be in a personnel meeting and Ozzy will be like, this guy is not good enough to be our backup line. And just be like, whoa. But back in 02, before Twitter and really the internet was strong, you can say whatever. No, maybe like the Baltimore papers picked it up. That's just you're not getting. That. Yeah, no, that's I think a that's long another. I think you just hit on another big change too. Is like for players at that time, being on it was a big deal. It, to me, it was like being on Monday Night Football or being on Sunday Night Football. It's like you knew if you were on Hard Knocks, that was a spotlight for you as a player. And the things that happened on Hard Knocks would not be news until they happened on Hard Knocks. Whereas now, as time has gone on, there are so many avenues to as a player just. You know, there are just so many TikTok, more things to podcast. You download TikTok? TikTok. I've got TikTok. Do you have TikTok? I do have TikTok. I'm, I'm thinking about downloading. I've seen it's blown up. Uh, it's been blown up. What uh, is it? It's. I mean, it's like Vine, I think. Gotcha. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download it after the show. So, make a note. Um, so, yeah, I just think it used to be a bigger deal to players. And like you said, now, if teams don't want it, are you actively... Not only are you not giving them the good stuff, but are you actively kind of being difficult with them because you you don't want to be a part of it which i think is clearly the case do you think it's inevitable that they just keep forcing it on people because no one wants it and the the further we go like every year it's only going to get more contentious what yeah, did you say think... like jay was like yeah my brother's gonna be really good before it even got to hit. like jay it might be you guys he's like oh my brother wants it yeah yeah i i think um i think even though the show doesn't exist in the way that we used to enjoy it. There's still a value in it. Well, eight hundred fifty thousand people watch. Yeah, but the question is: is that is that enough to offset? Is there some way to do it where where it's where teams are a little more amenable to it? Like, do you go? You know what? Maybe the next iteration is we're spending a week with four different teams. Yeah. See, to me, did you see? And the then story it's not about out? you know. I, but it's t- I don't know. It's tougher. Did Maybe you see you make the story that came out today that? There's going to be an hour special or a 90-minute special on Belichick and Saban yeah. in October. It's like HBO and NFL films. So it's the same exact thing where when Bill says yes to something and Nick says yes to something, I got new, don't you think that's going to be pretty good because they were willing so to do it? What, what do you think is the difference between Bill saying yes or people, the, the Panthers saying yes? Because to me, it's not just about getting paid. Like, like that's, Obviously, that matters. But I, I, is it my, simply my, that you have you the choice? Yes, yeah, but is that it's not what just saying yes, is you actively want to do it. No, no, I know. So, but I, what I'm saying is, what is the difference then between all or nothing, I actively want to do this, and hard knocks, I don't want to do this at any cost. <laughs> I, I just think that you're... Is it just the pe- act of letting people choose to do it? Yeah, maybe. So if we said hard knocks, but, but see, like no one wants to, no one volunteers for hard knocks. But I, but I, because I don't think you get any more money from it. It's yeah, but 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 John Gruden like did Ron Rivera get paid by all or nothing? Him? No, but I think his owner goes listen. Or, yeah, you know, I, I, I understood. I'm just saying like it feels like it is like beyond. It is just simply by having a choice or not having a choice. That's the difference between liking it and hating it. 
I think there was a show on Wednesday night. Like what? It, my point it, being, John, why doesn't Hard Knocks just go? Cool. We'll just what? What is Amazon? We'll just do that. We'll pay you, and we'll put it on Hard Knocks. It's some. It's all of a sudden eight teams volunteering. Maybe because remember Belichick. What was that like? Eleven or twelve? Let the NFL films team, you know, films all season long. Here's so I I do think there's just something when you say yes, if you say no to something in life. For the most part, now in my life, I don't have to do that many things I say no to. Maybe that's not always the healthiest thing. But when you say no to something, especially when you're a kid or when you're not the boss, you have to do a lot of things that you don't want to do. And you're usually sneaky, miserable inside, even if you're good at faking it. If you say, yes, I want to do that, and then you do it, you're a little more into it. Anything in life, whether it's hard knocks or whether it's fucking going to your you know, wife's parents' house for dinner, I, whatever. Here would if be you, my pivot. You, Can I give you my idea as we're talking about it? Four hard knocks? Yeah, I would go, instead of a team a week, I would pick four individuals. Like they're going to do for college? No, Well, that, yeah, college is going to do a team, four teams, four weeks. I'm saying pick a person. Like, hey, let's get four major figures in the NFL who are currently in the NFL on board. Let's get Brady. Right? Aaron Rodgers, Bruce Arians. Correct. Give me, a G- yeah. give me John Elway. Yeah. Right. And it's not about trying to go fishing with some random dude. It's give me a week in the life of this guy during camp. Four I'm going home and to work with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's Matt, we, we call it Hard Knocks Mount Rushmore. I like that. Well, I think Aaron, you get a guy like Arians to do it. It'd be a little harder with a GM, but may, maybe get an L way to do it. That would be sweet. Or a Lynch, or I don't know. And then, you know, they'd maybe have to do just a. Martha a Ford. random player or would it have to be a famous guy? Could you get like just some random safety? Yeah, I think it's tough. Yeah, you'd because to me, people. it's it's part of it's like it's a study of greatness. It's part of what this is. Okay, so like we just fall Arians for the week. Yeah, it's just a, uh, yeah. We're, we're Arians Andy was Reed great on Red Beach. Remember? Come home, have no, a whiskey. No, that that was Amazon. That was oh, all that was okay. I watched that one. That was good. See, and again, he's in a great mood. He's like just coming to let him in. That was a good show. Remember? It was like God, this is really good. That was an excellent show. We're not getting any of that. There was in the draft room. It was awesome. I feel like this hard knocks. And what's so sad about it is they were given the personalities. Gruden, Antonio, and Mayock can carry you. Just those three guys alone. But when one of them refuses, and I get from professionally why Mike, my first six months as a GM, they're going to film everything I do. Like, who the fuck am I? That's If you follow Mike Mayock's career, you knew he'd want no part of it. Right. Where Gruden, you're like, oh, he's going to love it. And he has loved it. And Antonio well, loves it. And he would give them all the film they wanted. The problem is the Raiders are probably erasing about a quarter, you know, 90% of it, right? Like, hey, Antonio, I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> problem is, are they there? That's the only way they saw them. Well, but, well yeah, they're not the there, footage. but they get, the, they get to see the film. <laughs> they're like, ah, I don't know if we can put that on there. Because uh-huh. even, I bet some stuff that Antonio said, because if you're the Raiders, where he's just shitting on the Steelers, you'd want to take that out, right? You wouldn't want that because this becomes yeah. a story yeah. for you that yeah. you have to deal with. Yep. Uh, what did Ben say the other day? Oh, yeah. He said, well, you know, Antonio didn't respond well, but, you know, ruined a friendship. But James, you know, he told me it was just the best teammate he's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's all about the end, Big Ben. That's what. Remember what Remember what Antonio, I mean, is, is a most incredible 10 seconds on like HBO ever when he was doing the shop. And he's like, he threw it to the fucking defensive lineman. 
And all the and LeBron and and Maverick and they all just start dying. The fucking defensive lineman and he pointed at me. That's part of the problem. Like Antonio does not think that he ran the wrong route. So there is, and we talked about this before. Like I part of that story, I just want to know what was it, who did because it kind of feels like Ben screwed up. Yeah. Because yeah, he didn't run the perfect route, but you don't throw it right to the guy in fucking orange, right? And then I saw. It was uh, Shelby Harris. Remember the former Raider that's yeah. on the Broncos? Someone yeah. asked him the other day. I saw it on my timeline. He's like, yeah, we took some pride in kind of ruining the Steelers season. Because <laughs> they did. I mean, last year, they that kind of ended their season. That was I remember watching that game on the couch. Like, oh, my God. He just throws the D-lineman. And, of course, Ben's like, oh, Todd Haley. It's like, Ben, Todd's not even here anymore. Buddy. Well, I mean, look, that's perfect because speaking of – combustible relationships we got packers bears thursday night and uh matt lafleur is already already mad already annoyed he's had enough talking about audibles although peter king wrote well we gotta start talking about tempo because there's there might be a disagreement about how fast this offense should be going because um, the kyle shanahan's not a quick paced offense was that, that peter's point was like the LaFleur, the Shanahan McVay is not like a fast-paced offense. No, LaFleur wants the tempo to be fast, and Rodgers might want to be a little slower. But you're saying he wants to run up to the line of scrimmage and snap the ball fast. Yeah. Kind of like Goff and McVay do. Yeah. Makes sense. But he wants to move, and like Rodgers, I think he wants to snap the ball too. And Rodgers, he said. Like, just, with like 20 seconds left on the, on the play clock. And Rodgers wants to play like Chris Paul. Like, I'm going to walk the ball up. Maybe change the play. So is that the biggest story for you, Packers Bears? The opener is it? Is it something with the Bears or is it that? Yeah, I think by it's to me it's nothing with the Bears. I mean, in Chicago they talk about the kickers a lot, but you know now if you miss some kick, some kicks Thursday night, that's become a massive story. I I think that this guy is at LeBron category right now. That every time he doesn't look like if he comes off on a three and out and just walks right by Lafleur and and Lafleur's trying to talk to him, that's going to go viral. I think everything, every interaction these two have, every time a play doesn't work and he's got shitty body language, and in fairness to Rodgers, and, and we talked about this before the show, when Kyle Shanahan got hired with the Niners, he was viewed as like this offensive genius that made Matt Ryan into this you know Hall of Fame level player. It's like, God, Matt Ryan, best career year, MVP, Super Bowl. Sean McVay, a little different because he was kind of unknown, even though he was calling the plays for Jay, but it would be easy to to be like, well, is Jay really still calling the plays? We didn't know. It was kind of just, this guy's really young. But about by three weeks in, you're like, Jesus Christ, this guy can coach. I mean, Jared Goff couldn't take a ball from center the previous year. It looked like the Rams were one of the worst teams we've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, they start kicking ass and taking names. You're like, God, this guy's a little little shooting rocket ship. And, you know, the rest is history with those two guys. LaFleur... He's connected with these guys. Well, he's buddies with Kyle and, and Sean. They're his best friends, right? That's the hype. That's like his most biggest positive. You're like, oh, what was he like as offensive coordinator? Well, he's only called plays for one year, and it didn't go really well in Tennessee. That, to me, so it's like, well, it'd be one thing to me if he's coming from New England. You know, he went. Josh McDaniels had left. They had hired LaFleur. Belichick loved him. Brady loved him. Now Rodgers, like, okay, Rodgers. Like, this guy got along with Tom. You got to get along with this guy. Or this guy went to Seattle for a year and Russell loved him. You're like, come on, Aaron. But I think Aaron, who's an elitist, I mean, he's a coastal elite. I mean, let's just call him what he is, who happens to live now in the Midwest, is looking at this guy, and the quote in the Sando story, I think kind of sums it all up. 
this guy's not on my level. Oh yeah, how did I not start and, with that? Go start. start. Do and you not, have it? I do. If you don't, uh, yeah, you can read it. And just not only not on my level, but what have you proven? To me, that's where it even goes. Okay, once I start dealing with you, and I don't really love the offense, but if you show up and you're Mike Shanahan, you're Kyle Shanahan, it's like I kind of got to listen, or I'm gonna kind of look like the asshole. I can kind of play this where, yeah, we, I like the audible. And he doesn't necessarily look like the asshole because you go, should Matt LaFleur really? Because I think I always get back to this. Should Matt LaFleur be the head coach of the Green Bay Packers? And I, that's what Aaron Rodgers is going to be thinking. Like, should this guy be my head coach? This is the Sando. This is the quote. My biggest worry is LaFleur and Rodgers don't see eye to eye and Rodgers runs, out, runs him out of the building in two years. When they were first doing installs, Rodgers is like, yeah, he's showing all these Atlanta and L.A. Rams highlights, but what? happens when there's a breakdown on this play what's our number two option those are the types of questions he was asking Rodgers in his mind is the smartest guy on offense and I think he will make it known to the head coach offensive coordinator can LaFleur be egoless and work with him and make it a happy marriage and I I don't want to make too big a deal of one of the best hard knocks 10 seconds was the interaction between Gruden and LaFleur yep and it was clear who the alpha was there and it wasn't LaFleur now you'd go, well, Gruden's probably going to be the alpha in the majority of rooms he enters, right? Hey, fuck, you can put him in with Belichick and he'd be like, geez, John. John think John would think he's the alpha. And he might be, you know, because Bill would just probably relax. I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I see I see this going ugly. I, I've said over and over, like Kyle Shanahan of all the coaches week one just has a ton of pressure. Just, just in his own market, like Kyle's got to win this game. This guy's got a shitload, too. Mm-hmm. Now, you would say, well, they're at Chicago. It's, I mean, it's they're on the road. That's part of it. Yeah, so I mean, the it, question to me is, if they lose, why do they lose? Do couldn't they, they just get beat? I mean, Chicago yeah. might just be better. But are he and Rodgers, like, are they flowing? Like, part of this is, I do think. Like, if they lost 30-27 to 27 and Rodgers throws three touchdowns, it's you're in pretty good shape. Well, but even then, at the end of the day, it's still about what happens after between it, what happened in the headset, what happens between uh, behind closed doors. Right? Well, I, I, I got did Aaron this, drop three plays in the dirt? Is that why he threw three touchdowns? I got this interaction written all over Thursday night. They lose, and but a couple of the sweet plays where they go, why didn't you run more of that thing that was working with you and Devontae? And Aaron goes, well, yeah, Matt kept wanting to run it to. Uh, Run it to that guy with seven names, uh, Marvin Venice Scatling or whatever that guy's name, number 83. And I, I knew that, you know, on that side with Eddie Jackson kind of rolling over, it wasn't going to work. So I, I kind of, I looked at Devontae in the huddle and I said, remember those plays we used to run in 2016? Let's, let's throw it back. You know, the ones that Mike hated too, but we loved. Let's run that thing. And I told my offensive line, remember the old protection? Let's, let's put that thing in, yeah. kind of in the dirt. And he would say it in a Rodgers way that would basically be, yeah, that wasn't, you know, I... I no, I didn't like it, but he liked yeah, it. Uh, you know, he didn't, he, he wanted me to do it, but I, I, I kind of went with something that me and Devontae know well, and it well, worked out well. Did you see the video the other day of JT Real Muto? With his big-ass mustache where he goes, fuck, when they're bringing the reliever. But he does the eye roll and, like, blinks really... He, he, it was the really hard blink. And I don't but know, is that man that they were bringing the reliever, or was he just pissed off? Well, he could have been pissed. He could have been... It could have been something Gabe just said to him that annoyed him. Like, that's how I kind of read it. It's like, did Kapler say something to him that pissed him? Like, did Kapler just explain his logic to him and he disagrees? That's what I thought it was when I watched it. That's how I felt about it. 
Um, it's hard being a player these days. They get you on camera forever. Well, so that's my. Is there going to be this thing where like Rogers is like slowing people down and they get a shot of the side on the floor is like doing the hand motion, like speed it up, speed it up. But well, Rogers if, is if, like slowing it down, slowing it down. If Guy Haberman, this is NBC, I'd imagine, right? The Sunday night game, Sunday night crew is calling this game. If you are the producer of the of the game, where are you telling your camera guys to make a conscious effort of always be on, right? LaFleur. In Rogers. 12. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, stop. Ro- well, Rodgers will be on anyway. I don't know if you saw any of the uh, FAU played Ohio State on Saturday. It was actually kind of sneaky close. I was watching a rerun on Sunday. They had, there were, you could go online and get a stream of lane cam. From FAU. No, from Fox. Fox had a camera that was just on lane. Kiffin, Seriously? The head coach. Yeah. You, Did you, you try it out? I For like a split second, I saw, and then it didn't load right away, and so I bailed on it, but. They had lane cam. So what was like? Oh, you never even saw it. It was. I mean, I saw like a still. It was just a camera. It was exactly when they cut to lane. It's that camera's hot, but that camera's just always hot on a separate feed of a lane. There's one camera just follows lane. Do you think they're going to do that for every game he plays? No, I don't know. It was just a big Fox show. They probably had extra cameras. I don't, but like, you could convince me you could do that on Thursday night. With I think I would do that. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'd be shocked if we don't get. You know, by halftime, like, are we getting a little too much Rodgers in the floor? And it's the right move, just because you might catch something. I've been waiting this long. Yeah, you you might catch something. You notice uh, Lane's got a little facial bloat. He's had it for the last couple of years, but definitely, like, a little water weight. You, you know, know, a little. Is he, he's slamming some beers. You age, you got to do a little more to stay in shape. I'm also think, guy, are they pretty terrible? Weren't they supposed to be a little better? Nah, it's hard to judge against Ohio State, but I don't. Well, think they didn't have a great year last year. Yeah, they didn't make a bowl. Are they gonna make a bowl this year? I don't know. Uh, John, let's tell the people about Get Roman. Guys, as we know, we are too. Terrible talking about our health. Like, I delay anything that I have to do. I told you it takes me forever just to go get, like, a new contacts prescription. I Um, think I need a root canal. I need to call my dentist. I made a note earlier today. Okay. That'll be three weeks later. Although, that'll start hurting you. and that's It'll force you to. The pain's coming. Uh, so it could be that it could be you know knee injury you, you battle you've been battling that some would say battling through an ACL maybe just a PCL maybe an MCL it's unknown I haven't gotten it checked yeah. out I wouldn't know unless I went to get an MRI but who's got time to get an MRI same is true for erectile dysfunction study shows that 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it thankfully Roman created an easy way to chat with a doctor online guy getting started getting started is so simple just go to getroman.com slash ham Complete an online visit. Because here's the one thing, especially our listeners, like under 40, we love. We don't want to, we just want to do everything online. If your doctor decides that a treatment would be appropriate, because listen, ED, this is between you, me, Haberman. No one, no one knows. This is not, we don't need to tell anyone. This is just keep this thing quiet. You go right to getroman.com slash ham. They would prescribe genuine medication that can be delivered in a discreet package. Again, we don't want anyone knowing. Right to your door with free two-day shipping, guy. Free two-day shipping. Guys, go talk to the doctor. ED can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get it checked out because with Roman, it's very easy to connect with the doctor. Go to je- uh, go to GetRoman.com slash ham. This one's slash ham. And uh, get a free online visit, free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash ham for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash ham. Woo! Tough to tackle like Zeke in space. Uh, <laughs> I told you the last pot, I feel like we're getting closer to a Zeke contract. And then they signed Lyle Collins. Uh, <laughs> I saw Hunter Mayhem, the golfer, was like, 
are they going to have the most expensive starting lineup in the history of football? (laughs) I mean, they have extended their middle linebacker. They have multiple offensive linemen on big contracts. Dak is surely going to get paid. Whether Amari gets paid or not, he is making, I think, $14 million. That's why Amari's like, yeah, we can figure it out. Like Amari ain't making three. I think this year is his fifth-year option. It's big. Zeke, you see the number on the potential Zeke? Is 90. Now, I got to see the... I don't care. 90 means nothing to me. How much is guaranteed? Because... Who did I see talking about it? Someone on NFL Network. The problem with Gurley... It's not that the money was that crazy. It's just that they extended him. And the extension was after his fifth-year option. For basically four years, the $45 million was guaranteed. I, you don't need to be a math major. That's $15 million, You know, he was scheduled to make 15 on like the fifth year or whatever. And then he got 15, 15, and 15. So it was basically four straight years of $15 million. You're just kind of tied to. And they got two years left. This is one of them. So you're just, you're just paying them $15 million. Or maybe they got three more years of 15 left. And you're just kind of in bed with them. Now, I would say the difference between Gurley and Zeke is Gurley's arthritis now comes back from that injury that he had in college when he tore his ACL. Zeke has, for the most part, been pretty durable. And when you look at him, like his physicality, Todd Gurley was a track, like at, in high school, he legitimately ran track. I actually think he ran at Georgia. That was what was so remarkable. He's like, he was on the 100 meter dash team at the University of Georgia as a freshman. Like, he could fly 200 meters. He, he was a legitimate track star. Zeke is. If you developed a running back like me and you in a video game, you'd kind of want it to look like Zeke. Like, yeah, speed, it doesn't have to be 100. You can give me speed 92, but I'd want power. I'd want make you miss. I'd want break tackles. I'd want catching ability. And as we said on the last pod, if Zeke was Amari, like Amari had was the Zeke of wide receivers, we would fucking call him DeAndre Hopkins. Call him the, we'd yeah, we'd call him the best receiver. Yeah, so I, the best player. I mean, he is, I, he is that. But yeah, you'd pay I, him without thinking. You'd, what we said was you'd make him the highest paid at his position without thinking twice. But if I told you that Zeke rattles off three straight years of 1,500 yards, like Jerry's like, yeah, I got no problem giving him $50 million over like three years, right? It's just if he gets hurt where it's crippling is that it's so easy to replace. But I, I think you could make that counter with most positions. Whenever you pay a guy a substantial amount of guaranteed money and that guy gets injured, it's a blow, Right. The Raiders gave Trent Brown $38 million guaranteed. If Trent Brown has a devastating injury, that's a massive blow. Now, it was the, it's easy to pay tackle, smart. But anytime a good player gets hurt and you've invested a ton of money, it sucks. That's, that's why it sucks for Gurley. It's not that you don't pay a running back. He got hurt. Because when Gurley was on the field, do you know what he was? He might not have been their best player because they have this Hall of Fame defensive tackle, but he was their 1B. I mean, he's like one of the best players they've had since the... Mike Martz, Kurt Warner days. Like, he was incredible. He was like a legitimate MVP candidate as a running back. So when they signed him, everyone was like, of course. High character, badass. And then all of a sudden, this random arthritis comes. And that's where I think if you're Jerry, you go, well, I don't think arthritis is going to come because he's never torn his knees. So it would just take an injury, which could happen to any player mm-hmm. at any moment. So mm-hmm. you, can you really worry about injuries? Like JT Daniels. It sucks he got hurt. Not To me, not if the player doesn't have an injury history. Yeah, and Zeke doesn't. He's a durable – he's exactly what you'd want him to look like. He just looks like a guy that's going to be durable, doesn't he? I mean, that's what he, that's what you – exactly the guy you wanted to look like. Yeah, his issue Now, is. I, th- I think the issue is, do you, is there a clause in there? Like, Zeke, you get arrested one time, it voids. Well, no, there won't be that clause in there. But, yeah, there should be. 
But that is the issue. That's the, you don't think that's that, you don't think there'll be some clauses like that. Oh, there him? might be some clauses, but there is not the you get in trouble one time it voids clause. There's no way he's signing that. But I but that's where I think Jerry has some leverage. Like Zeke, you've been in trouble seven times in three years. Why, that, what do you mean you're not going to sign this? Then we won't do it. We'll give you a we'll make you the highest paid running back. But there is a goddamn clause in here that if. If you if there are handcuffs on you, whether you're innocent or not, that's the standard. I like that standard. Yeah, handcuffs on. That would be in writing. If handcuffs come on and there's TMZ video, <laughs> two handcuffs voice. or one. Both hands would have to be connected. Like okay. if he only gets on the one and then they talk him out of it, like yeah. that would be. We'll give you the benefit out there, Zeke. <laughs> but if you go get into a police car, it's over. Like that to me, it feels fair. Because how, how could you trust? What's weird is I trust Zeke more than Amari, like the player. Like yeah. I just know Zeke. If I have Zeke, he's gonna be good. Yeah. Like people are like, is Zeke gonna play this week if he shows back Wednesday? Like sure, yeah, just throw him out there. He'll dominate. I'm like not that confident that Amari's sweet anymore. But I'm much less confident that Zeke can make it through a season without just the stupidest story coming up of like, well. Zeke was leaving a CVS and he bumped into this guy and the guy threw a water bottle at him and then Zeke put him in a headlock. But it, well, was it wasn't just kind his. Of the guy was being a dick, but he wouldn't yeah, let it go. Yeah, the guy said go Eagles and he fucking threw the guy in the detergents and it was like you know then the guy said something mean to Zeke's girlfriend so Zeke was just protecting him but Zeke ended up getting arrested. It's like oh my god, so, to me it'd be something like that where again the contingency plan, you get arrested, they avoids. Now that doesn't mean I necessarily cut you, you know. I just would not want to be. I got a refund. Get a little bit of a refund. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep you on the squad. Couldn't yeah. you see that? Like you know, Zeke. There's been an incident at the local, you know, at the Costco. <laughs> you know, you know, potential couple Giants fans they claimed, and it's like Zeke threw one of them to the ground because he looked at his girlfriend weird. <laughs> it's most of Zeke. Well, I mean, the one wasn't harmless, but the one remember he ripped his shirt down. You could see her titties. Yeah, and then the other one where. Him and his girlfriend were fighting at like uh, the Dirks Bentley. I don't even know what. Well, it wasn't Dirks Bentley. It was like uh, I don't even know some disco rager at Vegas. Remember? <laughs> it turns out the guy was like an Eagles fan. This is all I, I stuff mean, that shouldn't even be alarming to Jerry. Jerry's like, look, I, I, we all live that life, Zeke. Just well, and that's why I think Jerry kind of likes these guys. Uh, you realize how easy it is just to pay like Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> you know, You're like yeah, here's Larry Fitzgerald, like. Zach Ertz, you know, you just never even worry about. Oh. Uh, Jacoby Brissett got $30 million. Yeah. $20 million guaranteed. You know, it's basically, I saw Albert Breer writing, because he was going to be a free agent at the end of this year, the, the franchise tag next year would have been $28 million. So they just kind of worked it out to basically $30 million if he's on the team for two years. There's a sneaky, a lot of buzz about Chad Kelly. <laughs> who on the, had a good Colts preseason. Mm-hmm. Remember the guy, Jim Kelly's nephew, uh, kind of like the Zeke of the SEC. Ole Miss. Always got in trouble. Get, then he started Clemson, and he got kicked out. He ends up at Ole Miss. But I guess he's got one of the biggest arms in the league. But they clearly didn't trust Chad Kelly enough because they went and gave Brian Hoyer $12 million. I People keep asking me, like, what do you think Jacoby Brissett? I, I got no clue. Honestly, I got... You know, you talk about, like, I got no clue about the Niners, Bucks. If you told me that first game he throws three touchdowns, I'll believe it. If you told me the first game he throws three picks and a forced fumble that he drops, I'll believe it. Yeah, I uh, 
Because one of his knocks is he holds on to the ball I, a long I time. think he's fine. I think we've kind of seen – we should have a pretty good idea what the ceiling is, and it's not franchise quarterback, but it's not – Well, he did know, have a good stiff. drive the one game I was watching in preseason against the Bengals. But. No, I don't think he's a stiff. I don't think he's a stiff. They got weapons. Ebron Sweet, T.Y. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah, I think you could probably win some games with him. Um, like, are you, you might talking be able to go to the nine play- and seven? Yeah, you might be able to go to the playoffs with him. But I don't think he's like – you just never looking for a quarterback again. That said, the thing I was thinking about when that whole deal happened was just like how much negotiate, how much back and forth was there before Jacoby was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do you have? You got a pen on you? I got a, I got a pen. You got a pen? It's just where do I? Right here, twenty million guaranteed right now. Well, just be like, a well, human. Jacoby, you sure you don't want to play it out? Maybe you'll get taken. No, 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 no. Let's just take care of this right now. Well, uh, just just put yourself in his shoes. You're scheduled to make. $700,000. And I bet Jacoby, unlike Twitter loves to tell you, probably doesn't feel like he's getting screwed. Like, that's a lot of money to a lot of people. And he's like, I'm a backup quarterback. I'm making seven fifty. I got a great gig. And then they said, well, because part of it, don't you think, is you empower him, you empower your locker room by just giving him some cash. Yeah, to me, it's, it's a really it. expensive version of putting a couple walk-ons on scholarship just to show everybody else that hard work gets rewarded. Really expensive version. Super expensive, yeah. <laughs> like when Nevada, the guy hits a walk-off field goal and you give him a scholarship in the locker room maybe a couple days later, like, did we really need to do that? Because he was going to pay for his deal. Uh, coach, we actually had a guy about the transfer. <laughs> yeah, We had a grad know, transfer. Know. Remember the guy from uh So he was scheduled SC. to make a little over $800,000 this year. So like you said, you're like, what, you're guaranteeing me how much? So I'm making $800,000. And you're going to pay me 20 guaranteed, but really I'm a quarterback. More than likely, it's going to get to the full 30. Like, a, I mean, I couldn't run fast enough to that. Well, think Where, about it. If you, you, you could you, say, though, you know, if you're in Jacoby, if you do make the playoffs and you do throw 30 touchdowns, you're worth immediately 2x of that, right? Well, two, yeah, two yeah but John, if he does all of that, it's a two year contract. So if he does all of that, they're signing him to an extension that wipes out the second year of this deal anyway. After this season, you're saying? Yeah, if they're if he wins a playoff game, they'll then, give him 55, 60 Yeah, then they're si- he's signing an extension that wipes out the second year of the contract. Don't you think? Uh, like if he plays, if he if it's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, this guy's good. Yeah, like when it'd be hard to win a playoff game and not be, like offer him a big contract. It's one thing to make the playoffs where you just because you could always justify, well, our division was down, our team was really good. You win a playoff game. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Luck only won four of them, you know? So, winning a playoff game is pretty important. Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. I, I don't think it can be just overstated. While it sucks for him, like, clearly him and Luck were buddies, and it was a big emotional moment. Even his coach, like, yeah, I didn't give him, like, you're the quarterback speech because he was almost in tears when Luck told him, like, they were really close. A couple days later, it's got to be one of the most lucrative retirements ever for a backup quarterback. Like, heat of the moment, guy. It wasn't like, well, it ended up the guy became a good player. It, like, happened three days later. Right. He <laughs> didn't change. He did not change. Didn't do what? Nothing changed because he had been taking the one. Everyone keeps saying this, and you and I have said this. He had been the starter. Like, when you watch Colts games and the starters came out, and I'm not talking just like the starters for a preseason game. I'm talking the actual starters. Quentin Nelson, Eric Ebron, T.Y. He was the guy taking snaps. And as you read these articles and Andrew Luck was headed toward AR, think about this. What if Luck had not retired just like, yeah, you can put me on IR for the year? Does he get this money? Or IR designated return? I don't think they give him any money, right? Yeah. yeah. No. So if Luck had just decided IR to return and then decided midseason 
I'm going to quit. He's way richer just because this guy quit. I mean, dramatically richer. Again, 800000 to $20 million. I, I, I'm not a mathematician, but that's a lot of extra cash. 19.2 by my calculation, yeah. 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 Uh, You want to read the the Ravens? uh, Do you have have that up in front of you? I know you like that one. It was my favorite one. Uh, From Sando. The Warriors' defensive performance declines, which I think is fair because they were statistically one of the best defenses in the league. They're not going to be the same defense as they were last year. There's a transition in leadership. Who's going to be the voice on the defense? If things go sideways, here's my favorite part. Is Earl Thomas going to throw a fit? <laughs> I think that line right there, is Earl Thomas going to throw a fit? Where Twitter loved him flipping him off, and, and Twitter was like, you tell him, Earl, you got to pay the players. You know what the league thought of that? Not Pete, not John Schneider. The league was like, God, this guy's kind of just a nut. Like, is for Especially they go, this guy's one of the best players of his generation, a Hall of Famer. And it felt like when he ended up with the Ravens, not that many teams liked him, which is kind of crazy. He, he didn't tear his Achilles or blow his ACL. I guess you blow your Achilles, tell your ACL. He broke his leg, and, and he ended up getting like $20 million. And this random executive, now it, this might be John Schneider. Like there is a chance here. But let's just say it's not John Schneider. Let's assume it's not. Doesn't it feel like that's what the league kind of thinking? This guy's a nut. Well, what does the league think of Pete Carroll? I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah, it, but you just talk to people. Like Pete Carroll's not the guy that most that you go. Oh well, he snapped on Pete Carroll. Yeah, nobody says that. I was talking to um, Saturday night or Friday night rather. ASU was playing Sac State. Well, the head coach at Sac State is Troy Taylor, who was the offensive coordinator at Utah was Jake Browning's coach at Folsom, was a quarterback at Cal, and we're on a conference call. That guy's had a good West Coast football life. Eastern Washington OC said, who's like the most influential coach that like in your life, like one of the most influential guys you've been around? He's like, honestly, when I was with the Jets for a minute, Pete Carroll was our defensive coordinator. I didn't really even spend that much time with him, but just watching the way he carries himself and treats everybody and like his whole thing – like, that had a major influence on forming, like, what kind of coach I wanted to be. This guy was an assistant coach on Pete Carroll's staff with the Jets? No, he was a he was a, he was a quarterback. He was a player. Oh, oh, oh. And Pete Carroll was the coach. Was the defensive coordinator. With the Jets. Yeah. So they didn't really – it's not like they were in meetings together. Or it's, but it was just – my point being, like – Oh, this guy was an NFL player. Correct. Yeah. Where did he go to college? Cal. This guy's got a pretty sweet little West Coast football life. Going. He does. He does. It's impressive. I, I think yeah. he's kind of under the radar, just like sweet resume, doesn't he? Yeah. I did not know that that guy. No wonder Folsom became like the De La Salle sack. I mean, they were getting like dudes from the NFL coaching their squad. Right. I mean, I mean, what Davis High? I mean, we're trying here, but Jesus, they got they got a rigged thing here. They got guys whose influence is Pete Carroll. I mean, what the hell's going on here? How do, why don't we hire this guy at Davis High? Now know. he's the head coach of Sac State. Yeah. And his coordinator that he brought from Folsom High School, right? Yeah, I mean, I think he called Troy calls the plays, but yeah, he, his co-head coach is now his co- air quotes co-head coach, associate head coach, O line who just coach. left Folsom as he, the head coach to be his assistant at Sac State. Right, right. And I don't think Folsom like they just elevated their next sweet guy that learned. I these assume, guys, right? yeah, I don't know. 
But I'm fat, kind of fascinated with Folsom because they're the closest thing to De La Salle in Northern California. And I think De La Salle's got him most of the time. That's where Jake Browning played, correct? Correct. Like you said, he coached him there. Yeah. Makes sense. So, anyway, well, just to your point, like, I can understand because I don't think people view – like, it's one thing if you have a shouting match with a coach that everyone thinks is – like, you have a shouting match with Todd Haley. People are like, ah, oh, let's hear both sides my, of the story. Yeah, but my counter would be – Earl did kind of have a point. Like, I'm one of the best players in the history of the franchise. I just want a contract, and you guys won't pay me a contract. So, so you're saying I, it was more about the front office. Than, but, well. But, I, but I'm saying I understand. I, I just think any time that the media, they love this more than ever because they're so pro-labor. And listen, every human's pro-labor. Like, big business isn't out to just screw everybody. Earl Thomas was making $14 million last year. He was an older player. They'd already given him multiple contracts. Clearly, they were uneasy with something with him. Maybe he had started, and I think sometimes when you become such a good player, uh, like anyone listening, you become so important in a business, it's easy for your ego to be big and think you're probably a little more untouchable than you are. And I think that kind of plays in a part. Though, I do think Earl had somewhat of a point, like, guys, you're not going to extend my contract. And then he breaks his leg like week three or four. Right. It is an all-time NFL moment while he's getting carted off. I mean, a Hall of Famer flips off his head coach who they won a Super Bowl together. And it was really kind of like that was Pete's extension, right? Pete's a defensive back coach at his heart. That was his first big draft pick, drafted this guy in like top 15. The guy flips him off as he's getting carted off. I mean, that's crazy. That's That was, pretty sweet. That was just a pretty awesome moment, good and bad, I guess, for Wild. whatever side you're yeah. on. Wild moment last year. I mean, it's just you're not going to get that very often. No. But I think the league views him as just kind of a major wild card. Though, I, I think a lot, I'm talking to a lot of people in the league, they just didn't know how good he was anymore. Like, I had a buddy who was an advanced scout that was at week one last year. They played the Denver Broncos, Case Keenum. Earl had two picks in that game. And I said, God, Earl looks like himself. He's like, actually, Earl's not quite as fast as he was. If you go back and watch the tape and really bang the L-22 – he was like jumping routes. So it's like he's no longer just making these plays because he's Ed Reed in his prime, which he kind of was. It's because he's so smart that he'll jump routes. But if you bait him, you could like he'll jump and you'll hit it, you know? Mm. So it's because you would say a player of Earl Thomas's level, if he hit free agency three or four years ago, what someone would have paid him like fifty guaranteed, right? Right. right. He I think he was he was kind of on the market for a couple days. And it felt like, yeah, the Ravens, you know, they gave him 25. All right, well, I'm going to keep a close eye on the safety play in the Ravens uh, I don't know, game. <laughs> the Ravens play who? They play. They actually are the team that plays the Dolphins, I think. Oh, yeah, God. That's why, you know, Lamar might, Jackson. Can I rank that game 16th week one? Week one game rankings? Oh, Seattle plays Cincinnati. That's got to be up there. It's pretty shitty. Okay, yeah, I'd rather watch Lamar Jackson. Would you, though? Yeah. I mean, I like in a ball. I'd rather watch the Seahawks, but I'm just saying, like, because to me, if you had to go rankings of best teams to watch to le- the worst team to watch, I think you'd probably right now put Miami at 32. You would, uh, especially without Rosen. the The hard one to rank would be Arizona because you want to watch them. Yeah, but you me, might watch them twice. They're not like, oh. dead last, but maybe after like three weeks, they're near the bottom. But right now, they might be like. I'd have them maybe in the middle of the pack. I just kind of yeah. want to see what they're like. Because Washington, a lot of people think Washington's going to suck. They actually don't have a terrible roster. Now, their quarterback may suck. But I would rather watch Arizona than Washington. I think Washington's a much better team. Right. Agreed. 
Like, and here's another one. Like, the, the Giants, I don't really want to watch the Giants, but what if Saquon goes for 220? Yeah, I don't mind watching the Giants because, to me, I just want to know when everyone's yelling about Eli, should Daniel Jones be here? You know, <laughs> but, but I also, like, if Daniel Jones does go for 220 and bust off two 60-yard runs, they're going to go viral. Saquon, yeah. Well, I just mean, like, good Eli is fun to watch. Bad Eli is fun to watch. The problem is, what if you get to get medium Eli? Yeah. Like, the Titans are a team that's, like, not bad, but a rough watch. They are just pretty boring. Yeah. I'd put the Jags sneaky high. They, they might be sneaky high for I got a qu- I got a question for you. Ten years from now, because he'll have been in the league nine years potentially, who has had the better career? Let's get 20 years from now. Justin Herbert or Marcus Mariota, who's a better NFL player at the end of their NFL careers? We obviously know a lot more about Mariota so far, but... Like, there's well, a chance Mariota's not a starter after this year, guy. Yeah, I mean, I think... I like Herbert more coming out of college just based on his ability to throw the football than I liked Marcus coming out of college uh, as a we thrower. Were, well, I, I would say this for Haberman. Because when he was coming out of college, we had a radio show, and we'd have people like Klatt and New Heisel that basically were calling him like the modern-day like Steve Youngish, right? It was crazy, the love that he had from people that aren't really just throw shit against the wall and hope it sticks. Like, if they are going to say it, like – Especially Joel Klatt, like he and New Heisel, but a lot of people. I mean, they they weren't alone. And you always said, and you were you had watched him play a bunch. I don't know, man. And I just liked al- him. Yeah, I just always thought he missed a lot of throw. I just like. And what does he do now? He still does. Yeah. So I think Herbert's skill set will allow, even if it's a slow start for him, to just. I'll say Herbert. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy? That that's one of the more hyped two guys getting drafted one and two. And they by no means have been busts, but it's by no means lived up to what they thought. They're weird, because none of them are going to go like, oh, that's Akili Smith. Like, no, Jameis and Mariota at minimum got like eight, nine-year careers, right? Yeah, but, but also along the way, both have had times where it's like, oh, yeah, that was the right pick. Well, like, Jameis can have stretches where you're like, oh, you see it now. You know, you see it. That's three straight drives, three straight touchdowns. Jameis is feeling it. Mariota, like, beats the Patriots. You're like, oh. He's played in a lot of big games. You just got to get him in the right system. He'd be fine. And then you can have moments where you watch a series. Where you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Especially Jameis. Because Jameis could just, like, hand the ball to the defender. I love where watching Mariota James, can just yeah. make some... Th- Mariota, like, bounces balls. And you're just like, whoa, what's that arm? Remember yeah. when Titans Twitter attacked me when I called him Alex Smith? He'd yeah. die for Alex Smith's career would, right now. God, they... <laughs> They should have been saying, John, I hope you're right. We pray you're right. I didn't just get blasted. I got attacked. I wonder if I tweeted right now. You should just retweet that. I'll tell you what would happen. Chiefs fans would attack me, being like, that is an insult to Alex. How could you ever say Kick him when he's down. This bullshit. Yeah, he's got got a contraption on his leg. He's he's won playoff games. Now, Mariota, I think, won a playoff game, too. Like, does Jameis ever get to the playoffs? At least Mariota made it to the playoffs one year. <laughs> All right, on that note, okay, go get in the DraftKings game. Yeah, DraftKings game pinned up. GetRoman.com slash ham. EaseandEaseWellness.com slash ham. Or not, just promo code ham. And uh, what am I? Oh, MyBookie.ag. Get your gamble on. Thursday Night Football. If you're listening to this, I mean, we got, what does Pete Carroll call it? The day before the day before? Yeah. I think we're just the day before. That's right. We recorded this the day before the day before. That's right. Remember when Pete used to do Song of the Day on Twitter? Yeah, what happened to that? Probably just got bored of it. I don't know. 
All right. Adios. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.